0: Welcome back to the Cinemania World podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 132 of the Cinemania World Show. This is a show where we talk all things movies and television news. And today we have a lot to get into. But before we get into everything, I am joined by some guests from the Cinemania World team, as always. First, we have from Geekly Goods, we have Leo. Leo, hello.
1: Good evening. Ready to chat about the latest news. Can't wait to dive into this crazy story (laughs) with you all. And uh, thanks for having me.
0: Yes, it's very good to have you here, as always, my friend. And we are also joined uh, from the box office report show and YouTube. We have Larry Chili Boy Chilson. Hello. Hey, what's happening?
2: What's good?
0: No box office this week, so I stuck you on this show. Yeah. I
2: know. It just look Join me getting manned, man. Man. <laughs> because
0: Larry's well, watching too much, man. I don't know. But all right. We are also joined, lastly, from the Cinemania World team and film posers. We have Josie. Josie, hello. Welcome back.
3: Hello. Last but not least, I am being bullied.
0: Not not my us, (laughs) by Leo.
3: Bully
0: Bully by Leo. I'm
3: recording a disclaimer. I'm recording out of my AirPods. So if anyone other than Leo has a problem, I apologize. (laughs) Dominoes at you. (laughs) Stop.
0: (laughs) Um, All right, everyone. Uh, You've seen the thumbnails. You know why we're here. There is so much going on.
3: For justice.
0: Today is going to be a tough one for me. Because out of all the franchises, out of all of them, it has to be my favorite franchise, the most un, the, the most hey, unproblematic franchise. I already
3: mourned Stranger Things. <laughs> I'm good. It ended with the last season. It's okay.
0: <laughs> I'm trying, man. This has been a rough week for your boy. But we are talking about the Scream franchise. And most importantly, Scream 7, out of the blue, yesterday it was announced on social media by Variety, I think, who broke the news.
3: Well, it was that, wasn't it, One like it was Variety, but it was a small It was one clipping, take, yeah,
0: one take like news. Like a small
3: clipping people found in them. One take news, was it?
0: Yeah. That
3: ran with it, and the reporting was so sloppy. So, everyone really was, was trying to figure out what was happening until it was finally confirmed. Until it
0: was confirmed. So, so
3: Variety dropped it in
1: their physical issue first.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's why
1: he
3: had that statement.
0: So, I'm on the road. I had, like, an issue going to, like, I had to go to a doctor's appointment yesterday. Just physical. Nothing's wrong. Your hey boy's okay. But I'm on the road for, like, two hours because it's just, you know, it's Thanksgiving traffic. And my phone, like, I have the group chat and my phone's connected to, my, to the car. And my phone is going nuts. And I'm thinking, you know, it's probably just Leo talking about some MCU something. I don't know. It's probably like, you know, Tyler dropping something randomly in the chat. But it's like I'm, I'm driving and then I see Scream. And I said, what the fuck? Then I get home and I see it and I'm baffled. So apparently Melissa Barrera... Was fired from Scream Seven because of her comments on the whole war thing going on. Now, this is not a political podcast. We're not going to get into like what's going on as far as all of that. But her, the, it's very important to get into why this is happening and what her comments are stemming from because her comments are not stemming that we're not stemming from anything. Kind of. <sighs> offensive at least to me because we've seen this before. We've seen, you know, um celebrities, actors, actresses have really hurtful comments to like specific groups, and you know, they get removed from projects. You know, one example is like Gina Carano, right? And some geek tried to like compare the two and I was like, get please stop. So we saw that happen with her. She got removed from Mandalorian, rightfully so, right? So, this Melissa, basically kind of is denouncing genocide and just what's going on and the killing of people in Israel. And she was let go of Scream Seven. And uh, spyglass's like statement is absolutely like ridiculous. Like they, this this is this is this is from the Variety article for uh, Spyglass's statement. Spyglass stance is unequivocally clear. We have zero tolerance for anti-Semitism or the incitement of hate in any form, including false references to genocide. So I am gonna stop right there. If you go to any of the comments that Melissa has been sharing or posting or talking about when it comes to the war, like none of this is in them. None of it. The any none of this like. Anti-Semitism. She actually just released a statement saying that she denounces that and everything that they're saying, as far as like uh, ethnic cleansing and false references, all that stuff is nuts. Like it's not in her statement. So clearly, this was plotted by them, and they must believe in a certain thing, and they didn't like what she was going for, and they. She's just gone from the from the movie. And this, this this, incited an absolute outcry on social media, rightfully so, people demanding justice for Melissa. We have people like Noah Schnapp, just the, what he's been doing compared to what she has been doing, and he's fine. And it's just a really, really sad state at the treatment of women in this industry. And it's just really ridiculous to watch everything that has been going on regarding her. So then the question kind of came along, well what is everybody on the uh what is everybody in in the cast, the directors gonna say? So Christopher Landon did go online. He's his state his uh tweet, which is now deleted, was something of I don't have it in front of me, but it was like, uh stop yelling at me. I had nothing to do with this. Which I mean Listen, like I'm not a director. I don't know what the right situation is, but I feel like I feel like if you were with your your uh, you know, your coworker or co-star, or you know, I feel like you would kind of back her up. But I I understand he's in a tough spot because you know you're getting to, to direct the movie. But at that point, then just don't even say anything. So his tweets deleted. He's out of here. So we have that. And uh, now today, uh, General Ortega is now out of Scream 7 as well. And now this this movie is in complete, utter shambles. And Deadline is saying it's because the Wednesday sh- uh, shooting schedule. And I just find that really hard to believe because why why say this now? If you knew this for months, you know, for months and months and months that she wasn't returning, why say this the day after? Melissa Barrera is ha, you know has been was fired from the project. So it's just a lot of things going on. It's a disaster. There's a lot of moving parts to the story, so I guess we're just gonna start right there from that with Melissa. and then now Jenna, I'll start, I guess with you, Larry. Let's get your thoughts first. Just your th- general thoughts on all this going on with the Scream 7 uh, production.
2: Uh, Yeah, it's crazy. At first I didn't believe it because it was being reported in a really kind of like off-the-wall type of fashion without really confirmation because they got it from that physical copy, as was said earlier, from Variety, but then they took Variety out of their like... <laughs> article reporting it so i was kind of like oh sounds like mess to me like i don't know hopefully i was hoping it wasn't true obviously that was part of it as i just didn't want it to be true and then we kind of got the confirmation as the day went on melissa barrera to uh put on instagram her first statement and you further uh solidified it obviously as you said all these other statements have come since I think it's really terrible from Spyglass for what they did and really kind of showcased what what is happening in Hollywood in general right now. Really conflating, and this is actually just in the world, is yeah, conflating yeah. any sort of criticism toward Israel, the government, and mm-hmm. what they're doing as anti-Semitism. And that is not the case at all. Um, Uh So she criticized and used language, one, from Jewish scholars, two, from the World Health Organization and other world leaders about Uh the genocide happening on the Gaza Strip against Palestinians. So the language she used, the, the quote she was using, all of it was from other reputable international resources. <laughs> it wasn't mm-hmm. like, for the most part, she was just going off and, you know, saying anything crazy. Uh, I mean, she was literally calling for a ceasefire and to stop killing people on the Gaza Strip. That's what she was calling for. And that's what lost her her job. And it was really telling that it happened on the same day that we also learned that Susan Sarandon was dropped by her agency as well for speaking up in support of Palestine and against what was happening on behalf of Israel. Mm -hmm. So it really felt like a Hollywood sending a message type of day, uh, you know the the powers that be sending a message of if you speak up, you will be punished, and we're going to fire you, and we're going to blacklist you. And I'm glad that by and large, you know the the fandom for Scream as well as just the general people didn't take it basically online, yeah. <laughs> especially because Melissa Barrera has had a little bit of a uh, you know not the best run. With the character of Sam so far. The first movie. She Mm -hmm. received a lot of blowback. A lot of hate. Uh, A lot of people saying she was terrible. This, that, and the third. We even have people now saying her performance has been terrible. So it's no loss. Blah, blah, blah. When all of that's beside the point. And I'm glad most people seem to get that that's beside the point. That's not like, who cares? We're not talking about a performance right now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We're talking about the ethics of what just happened before our very eyes. And then... I'm glad that Jenna Ortega is gone, just one way or another. Because at this point, as a oh God, as a lifelong scream fan, it's it's also my number one horror franchise easily, and one <sighs> of my biggest fandoms. Period, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm I'm not going to watch a seven one like even uh, we have talks of what, you know desperately trying to grab Nev this that and the third mm-hmm. I don't I hope that she doesn't sign on first of all but second of all even just for the fact that if she signs on I'm hoping that this movie bombs with or without Nev Campbell and. Uh, they'll use that as like a C. you you know what I mean? like you wanted all yeah. the money and you didn't even get the box office when they shot themselves. Like mm-hmm. Nev is gonna be neither here nor there at this point. So I just hope that she doesn't sign on for her sake and just kind of like to stand in solidarity with the two women. As you said, Jenna Ortega, they're saying it had nothing to do with Melissa Barrera. I find the, the fact that it came out today very questionable. Mm-hmm. One, why would they? Why would that come out literally the day after it happened? Two, though, the schedule is wide open. They're gonna have to after yesterday. They have to completely rework. Scream worked the movie, happened. yeah. Like the script is thrown away, so we have to start mm-hmm. from one, the There is no schedule. For scream seven now so for her thing to be scheduling problems with wednesday season two which has a set schedule now which we know you know like she knows what's going on with wednesday please uh and you're telling me the most recognizable star of your series bar none now you're not gonna wait for her so if she says okay well i need to film at this point that there'll be like yes okay We'll wait for you to film at that point. Because what's the rush?
0: What's the deadline? It's not like an MCU movie. So people no. are trying
2: to like, oh, you people just want to make it about Melissa. I mean, come on. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to see that that was the legal, you know, lingo she needed to use. Like, mm-hmm. that was the reason <laughs> to get yeah. out of a contract. You can't just say... I don't want to do it anymore. Bye. Like, that's not how mm-hmm. contracts work. But if you have a pressing or, you know, especially something that you've been having on their radar for months, if you have that as your backup to be like, oh, uh, well, scheduling, definitely can't do it now, then you're good. And I think that's what she did. And I'm glad she did it because, like I said, I'm not I'm not going to be there for Scream 7 unless Spyglass is sent packing Mm-hmm. Or they grovel and beg and get Melissa back and recant their statement and um, you know publicly do all of that fun rigmarole. That that's the only way I'm I'm coming back. So yeah,
0: it's uh it's nuts too because like you said, like I I feel like a lot of my my close friends, you guys. Like you know how I am when it comes to scream. Like I don't, I dislike neither of the movies. I love them all. They're all close to my heart. Wes Craven is one of my favorite directors, and that wasn't my first thought when I saw this news. I was like, "This is just ridiculous!" Like, like first of all, I was like, "Okay." When I saw it, I was like, "Let me go see what what happened." Like maybe she said something crazy out of line. Like homophobic or transphobic or anything like that. Cause that, that 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 seems to be like a lot when it comes to actors and actresses um being removed off something. They they go that line something racist, transphobic, homophobic, anything like that. And I saw that it was not it was not it was none of that. It was just like a ceasefire. And I'm just like I was like, just that like that's it? Like that is you just gotta I mean you gotta drop all of that work and a new character and a new like just a star because of that and that's just kind of insane to me and um, I had a lot of issues that people's first thoughts when it came to this was what are we going to do about about uh Samantha Carpenter in the next one. I mean like, guys, it's not about that right now. It's about like this the way they just this industry. I've been watching it the entire Honestly, this entire month given what's happening with Nia DaCosta after The Marvels' release, um given this and uh it's it's about that. That's the bigger picture here. It's not about the storylines and what's going to happen, recasting and killing or killing the character off. It's about the mistreatment of these actresses and it's really getting out of hand. It's already gotten out of hand, but it's but it's like it seems like over like overkill when it comes to women in this industry so
2: they already did it it with nev so this is like this is big strike number two for you spyglass we were already upset with what you did to nev so
0: yep um so let's go to uh let's go to you josie just uh your thoughts where you where you at when it comes to all this
3: I agree with every everything you guys have said. I was very angry yesterday, especially because of the way that things were reported. I thought it was very irresponsible for some of these smaller "quote unquote" trades on Twitter. Um, and then at least you had some like discussing film and film updates that were very forward with the fact that she was calling out genocide and not playing with the narrative that or these rumors that everything that she was saying was very anti-Semitic Cause I think someone shared it in the chat yesterday but I don't remember who it was, but like someone that had like an inside scoop on what was actually said by Melissa Barrera before they released anything. And they were like, yeah, you guys aren't ready. This is really bad. And then everything that was pointed out was pretty straightforward. Nothing about it was It
1: It is very disappointing how this industry has been treating women of color specifically lately. How there's been this villainization against women of color. First, Nia DaCosta. I mean, just celebrating her birthday. Didn't even know about this crew screening. Directors don't go to these crew screenings. But, oh, you've got THR out here reporting that, oh, she ditched out on the screening. She ditched her people. Making it out to be like she's some kind of villain. And now we have this going on with Melissa Barrera. Who, in my opinion, from reading the statements, did not sound anti-Semitic and That is such a heinous accusation to make. That's a very heavy accusation to make against those statements that she was making, so that was pretty extreme to see, but it's weird. The reporting did start out sloppy, but it's just all very disappointing. What I am really happy to see is the outpour of support from the fandom. I'm seeing a lot of the fans. I just saw a screenshot of Letterboxed. Somebody put a poster for Scream 7 that was support Melissa Barrera. It's been nice to see the fans and to see what at least seems to be support from Jenna Ortega as well. I know the report is because of Wednesday, but come on, she's a huge star. They're going to change their schedule and make it so that she can be involved any way possible. So it does seem to be a strange timing for that to come up, but I'm just disappointed. I'm disappointed in in the villainization of women and women of color in this industry. It just feels so targeted. And it's just, it's upsetting to see. It just, for people who want to go into this industry, I could only imagine how harsh this is against them, but I'm not going to see Scream 7. I won't be reporting on it. I won't be reviewing it. And now, of course, they're scrambling over to Nev, who is the second, like Larry has said, the second woman, or excuse me, first woman that they like messed over. And now we've got Melissa Barrera. And it's just so disappointing to see because this is my favorite horror franchise. I can't say it's my favorite franchise in general, but in terms Mm -hmm. of horror, like I go back to Scream every year. I watch all of the Scream movies every single year. And it's so disappointing that my favorite horror franchise has to go through this. It's it's upsetting to say the least. And I'm hoping that Melissa Barrera can move on and secure another role somewhere else, whether that be Wonder Woman in DC or something else. Like I would really like to see her continue, but it's just, it's unfortunate so far. And honestly, I I do hope in the future the reporting is a lot better because this was very weird. And there were certain a certain website that I don't want to name that was Really uh, riding hard on the accusation of anti Semitism and saying, oh, we can't really share what we can't really say. And it's that was very, very piss poor reporting. I'm sorry. So mm-hmm. I hope that in the future, When things like this do happen, the reporting is a lot better. And I hope Nev and Patrick Dempsey don't come back. I hope they say, no, we're going to stand with Melissa. I hope now this is not confirmed at all, but I've just seen a couple of rumors on Twitter that Jasmine Savoy Brown is also not coming back. I'm hoping uh, her and Mason Gooding also do the same Mm -hmm. and just back out of this production. I hope it gets canceled or in the only way I'm going to go see Scream 7 is if they beg like Larry's saying beg Melissa Barrera to come back. Y'all better beg cuz it don't even make sense.
0: At that point if like if you get if the you you end the last movie at as far as establishing this new group of like the next generation of Scream and then it's just it looks like now the movie is it's getting fully rewritten by the uh the screenwriters um from the other the you know the the last couple of films and like leo said yeah nev campbell and patrick dempsey is like now on the wish list for the movie i i just i I just i don't even feel right reporting that because i i personally don't even want to talk about scream 7 anymore i just don't even want to like i don't even want to like You know when it gets close to release, watch a trailer. You know, wait for the movie or talk about it when it when it does come out. And it's just sad too. You know that it has to be has to be this. So as far as I know, um, you know, um, Scream Six was a great ending to this uh, franchise, and that's it for me. I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what comes out comes. You know, comes from this and maybe uh maybe paramount steps in and do does, i don't know I, I i don't i really don't know so let's uh let's now move on to the general ortega uh aspect of it which came through today um anyone have any uh any last thoughts regarding the uh at the as far as general ortega aspect and stuff and where does like where, where do we go from there as far as that aspect um larry any thoughts on um and Jenna being removed from the movie.
2: Yeah, I mean, I do know... I do know that there had been, like, rumors swirling. One, that her role was going to be heavily reduced. And then two, you know, was what was going to happen? Was she going to get killed off? Blah, 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 blah. I mean, so that part, I think... Of course, we all know that. Anybody who's a Scream fan and in the movie news cycle, we all know that that those rumors have been, you know, going on for months at this point with Jenna Ortega and Scream 7, but uh, look, I, I just don't know how you fumble the bag this hard. Like, Scream 5 and Scream 6 are what, the second and third highest grossing films in the entire franchise. Like, Mm -hmm. they have done so much. They've made so much money. They have revived this franchise after the fourth one. You know, we all love it, but it underperformed at the box office. And they kind of were like, all right, we're good. We just, you know, we had our one little revive and that's it. So I think we all were already a little bit scared with Radio Silence leaving and not coming back for this third one. Now literally the two stars that play the main character sister duo are gone. <laughs> the Like they have the core four. They made the core four a thing in the sixth one and mm-hmm. as much as everybody always is going to love Nev and you know Gail with Courtney and obviously Dewey even though he was killed. This group is what really got a new generation attached. And these are the characters that they have really attached themselves to. So I, I just what if I don't know. Like, without them, I don't know how they plan to go on. It's going to be a flop if they try to move forward with the Seven. <laughs> Jenna Ortega was the biggest star amongst the young generation easily. And losing her was already going to be, like, just a crazy. Great. So, I think she added
0: a lot to like the yeah. new oh, yeah. the new you know the bot not, not us, obviously
2: wait, look and yeah. that's part of what the hate that Melissa got in the first one is everyone's like ah maybe we should have focused on Jenna and had Melissa mm-hmm. be the like side sister and mm-hmm. Jenna be the main character sister because uh, she's also a great actress I mean but they both are particularly yeah. in six I thought Melissa was amazing in Scream six and Jenna's always amazing so you know what I don't, I don't know what they do but it's a big problem in Hollywood i love. Love that we're mentioning just women of color this is going back years and years at this point and disney mm. you ain't shit let me just tell and say this right now because <laughs> they've done this time and again they threw um kelly marie tran out to the wolves and watched the world oh right just yeah, shreds yeah. disney is a corporation let it happen didn't say a word didn't do a thing and let yep. that girl get terrorized. Daisy Ridley, they watched as yep. everybody came after her ass over and over again, never stood up for her. And I'm shocked Daisy's wanting to come back and play Ray again, to be honest, okay. talking about this new Star Wars, because I'd probably Brie Larson. <laughs> been like yep. gone. Brie, yes, Larson Brie Larson got raked over the coals for daring to say she wanted to get more diversity in her press tour for Captain Marvel oh and, and suddenly, then re-
0: remember that uh do you remember that uh that completely smear campaign for Scarlett Johansson when she wanted to get paid for Black Widow when they were yes. dropping it on uh, Disney plus they did
2: that I mean it's so it's time and again Chloe Zhao got Mm -hmm. raked over the coals to the first uh, POC female director um, Mm -hmm. that Marvel ever hired Chloe Zhao they didn't treat her very well when her movie got attacked as well so you know what they did with Nia DaCosta the media I will say they didn't do this with Chloe like she didn't get this intense hatred that Nia got thank goodness for her obviously but this is right in line with what Kelly Marie got, with what Daisy Ridley got, with what Brie Larson got. Mm-hmm. And now Nia DaCosta is just the latest in the line. It's always women. even Even if you want to go on the flip side of cancel, blah, 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 Who's the one main person you think of? Gina Carano. It's the woman Mm -hmm. who spoke out, said some vile-ish, got canned real quick, and didn't have a career. Meanwhile, these men are running around here doing the craziest mess, left, right, and center, and still have Mm -hmm. jobs, are still employed. They don't get canceled. They win in the court cases, you know, all of this stuff. Suddenly, they're... Um, you know, their domestic abuse stuff is waffling back and forth. So it's like every time, no matter what side of the, the spectrum you were on, it's always women who are getting canceled for real, for real, or getting, if not canceled are getting attacked to the point that they're just like, you know what? I'm done. Like, this is, this is ridiculous. And the company never steps in to be like, y'all need to stop. So it's, ugh it's terrible.
0: It's a disaster. And and now it it's looking like their answer to all of this is basically a reboot oh. of basically like a reboot of the re like the requel. And it's like I feel like we're going to we're going to move into like Halloween timeline territory here where the next movie is just going to be like a sequel from Scream 3 or something ridiculous or something like that and um just a disaster i don't even, i don't want the movie and um I, I i i started getting like i started i started getting red flags when radio silence left cuz paramount and spyglass wanted wanted to rush rush the movie and they wasn't ready to just jump right into another one and, you know, ne- you know, Neve Campbell from, you know, not being not being in Scream 6 and then now all this its just a disaster. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. And we'll, if any more news comes out, we'll all talk about it. But um,
2: shout what- out. Shout out to our girl, Susan Sarandon. She's been a real one. I know people Mm -hmm. got mad at her because she supported a third party in that election in 2016. I know that's when people, the woke side, the, the super left side got mad, or, you know, the Democrats, I got mad at her because she supported somebody, but no, no, no. Don't listen to all that. Susan Sarandon has been a real one for decades at this point, fighting the good cause. It's been like her and Jane Fonda (laughs) are, (laughs) are the white women we trust because they have literally been fighting for these causes and, in in a meaningful way, putting themselves out there because she got thrown off because she was at a rally, like she was at a literal mm-hmm. rally of pro Palestine, and that's why you know they they decided to drop her. So you know, I feel like part of me was always like, oh, we haven't really been talking as much about her like on Twitter and stuff. But yeah. part of it is, you know what? She's been doing this for so long. We know Susan's probably gonna be okay. She's gonna be able to bounce back. She's a tough woman. She's been tough. She been. She knows what this fight is, and Melissa, this could kind of torpedo her whole career if if it gets out of hand. And she's just starting her career, so.
3: Well, we'll see. Hopefully, she bounces back because remember she got a lot of backlash for in the heights.
2: It's true. Yep.
0: So let's go into our next bit of news today, which will probably wrap up wrap up this show. Wait, and I will
3: say very quickly. I actually got into Scream because of Melissa and Jenna. So Oh wow.
0: I now there's Scream.
3: Bye. It was a short relationship. No. Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> not this it's, short relationship. Right.
1: See, and this is what's so disappointing about this news is that you're not alone. Josie, like, as somebody who's really loved Scream from the first movie, it's been very nice to see the fandom like really expand. <laughs> And you know what's so ironic about this is that this franchise, the way it has continued had a legacy sequel and had 5 and 6, it's for the Gen Z generation. And yeah, it's funny yeah. that Melissa Barrera got fired for supporting something that Gen Z is very passionate about.
0: And I just don't know where I just don't know where you really go from uh from that to I just it just felt like such a just irrational decision too like it just i know i know i always bring them up but it just felt very like warner brothers 2016 ish and um just like damn like to talk how about about talk to i don't know if uh, man
2: just a disaster so and you know what they so stupid they were like we uh melissa barrera has been discreetly let go be sh- she's your main character of your new trilogy. How are you gonna discreetly let go let of that? Go. That is your main character. What you thought we mm. would have noticed when the movie marketing started? That was-
0: <laughs> and and too, and, and I'm bummed too because yeah, I was one of those voices in Scream 5 where I was like, man, I, I'm not really feeling um, well, it's a Barrera as the lead. I'm very into General Ortega, um, you know, may, probably becoming the lead, but scream scream six like was like a complete shift for me in that character in the because character the of script sam was better. it was a complete yeah. turnaround for me with that character like i just love i loved i loved the fierceness she brought to the to brought to to the role and i never really thought someone could stand right next to nev campbell as far as like a final girl who's like who's not afraid of the killer and. In Scream Six, like everything from the beginning, whereas like where she's like, oh, I'm coming for you, and you know, while they're on the phone and all that type of stuff was like so great for me, and I was really, really in to the character, and then really into the ending and how what they were gonna do to move forward with that character too. This is after I, you know, I, you know, I come to grips with everything as far as you know what actually happened to her, the person. And not like, oh my God, but what about what about Scream and the script and stuff? So it uh it's really disheartening to see from a character standpoint, from a movie standpoint as well. And um I feel like they were just the Scream stuff was just, you know, on a good ride. They were, you know, it was not a lot of drama besides the Nev Campbell issue. You know, they were making good box office. That's why Scream 7 got greenlit so quick. Um, and it was one of the highest grossing horror movies of this year. And there was a lot of great horror movies this year. And now we got this and um, it sucks. It, it very much sucks. So um, lastly, let's just get through this last bit of news, which is Nicholas Holtz has been cast as Lex Luthor in Superman Legacies by James Gunn. Uh, so Nicholas was one of the people in the running for Superman. The titular character, but he didn't get it, and now he has a chance to be the villain, the famous villain of Superman. So, just general quick thoughts. Um, everyone, I go to you, Leo. Thoughts on um, Nicholas Holt casting. I think it's in, a great uh, casting.
1: I think it's great. Um, listen, as long as we don't take the Jesse Eisenberg route, I think it's awesome. Ooh. Please make him bald. Uh, that's <laughs> all I'm saying. Give us, give us bald, intimidating Lex Luthor. And uh, I heard. A couple friends on a podcast pitched this idea the other day of having him and Clark have known each other for a while. And I love that idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I love that route. Like have them have had a prior relationship, maybe a friendship. They've grown up together. Love that route. Um, And yeah, I mean, I like the casting a lot. I don't really. Oh, uh, what was it? The menu? Yeah. I liked him a lot in the menu. So I'm looking forward to seeing what more he can bring to this role as a villain.
0: All right, and uh, Larry, any thoughts?
2: I think it's a better role for him in general than Superman because, I don't know, he gets to have more fun. It's like Superman, uh, you leave that for the the generic pretty white guy who <laughs> doesn't necessarily need as much emotion. Um, and then you give the villain to the fun actor who can do character stuff and do all the... The cool stuff you can't have Superman do. So if I were an actor, I'd much prefer to be cast as Lex Luthor than Superman personally. So, yeah, I think it's a great fit.
0: And uh, Josie, any thoughts on Nicholas Hulk uh, getting cast as Lex in Superman Legacy?
3: Not really. I haven't been following this as much. Um, But I do agree with Larry. I do think he can pull off. Uh, a lot of material as a character actor. We've seen him before, especially who could forget mm-hmm. the very well-known classic Warm Bodies. So I think he can pull it off.
0: So uh, real quick, let's um, just get some, get some questions in because we do have some time left for a couple of questions from you, the audience. If you want to send us a question, uh, Cinemania2018 at Outlook.com. Just shoot us a message or answer it on air this person here says, uh, what do you think happens to Scream 7 now? Does this become a full reboot? Does it get scratched out? I doubt Paramount will want to leave the franchise hanging after the incredible box office runs for the last two movies. Do you think the, any, of the, any, any of the cast members will follow suit and leave the project? Um, Larry, any thoughts as far as anybody else leaving the project or what's
2: going to happen now to Scream 7? Oh gosh. Well, by the looks of it today, I don't think Spyglass is getting the message. We're no. saying sell the franchise. <laughs> <laughs> listen again you're not hearing the words give scream to somebody else so that we can have a scream seven please um or i guess just complete, as like i said earlier come back begging and pleading and negate mm-hmm. your previous statement publicly and then okay fine we'll come back once melissa comes back uh we'll come back but as for who else i think is going to walk up i I'll be shocked. I, I really think cause some people jump the gun so fast. Like we live yeah. in such a reactive culture. I mean, last night people were like, "How come?" It'll tell you, It's telling me so much that the rest of the screencast hasn't left. It's like, hold on. Like the you need to give people a chance to like do something. To-
0: Process, like, and,
2: like, yeah. Well, and literal, like legal contracts are in place, like actual mm-hmm. things have already been set into motion. People can't just like come onto social media and quit, quit their job like that, Um, because <laughs> it's not like our job where you could just walk out if you want. <laughs> um, Mason, so, good- I'm
0: done. That's it. I'm right. right. Like,
2: were, like, <laughs> calling for it. I'm like, well, chill. Like they, they have to do things behind the scenes in order to get out of these contracts if they want out. But just by how vocal she's been, I would be quite shocked. Um, I would highly anticipate, I should say, that Mm. Jasmine Savoy is not working to remove herself. Because I I can't imagine she agrees with the decision Mm. made for Melissa Barrera. um, Because, again... It wasn't just Melissa posting these things. I guess maybe her her stances. Well, I think it was that one one tweet. They, it falsely equated to her saying that Jews run the media or control media, Ew. which is not what she said at all. Yep, um, yep. But they tried to falsely, like, equivalize it to what she said. And then two, again, she was literally <laughs> using other people's words uh to describe what it was a genocide that is happening so and saying that she was uh, downplaying the holocaust which again is not what she said in her quote uh so i guess those were the ones that specifically they had a problem with because jenna ortega and jasmine savoy have also been on social media very much pro-Palestine in this conflict. So I I wouldn't be surprised to see her be the next one to leave. And then, I mean, at that point, if you don't have three of your core four, you, you can't do anything with Mason Gooding Anyway, like, even if they get a film yeah. off the ground. And where
3: is he?
2: <laughs> I don't know where why. is he? Look,
3: Mason is here where for vibes,
2: he? y'all. He's here for good vibes. So I'm not He's shocked. probably on you. an island
0: somewhere. has no yeah, idea probably, what's going on. I don't
2: think he checks social media and stuff like that, to be honest, <laughs> as much as the others. But, um yeah, so if she leaves, maybe, that, I don't know what they do with Mindy and Chad. Anyway, I mean, at, at least right now, I guess, you know, if you're looking at it from a pro studio um, perspective, you, you still have a sibling pair that you could try to weave in if you want to do continuity and you're not going off of Scream 4 as, you know, forgetting about 5 and 6. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, they desperately bang Nev and um, Patrick to come back i love how patrick is getting like thrown in here like y'all I we would love to see Patrick <laughs> accompany Nev Campbell back, but yeah. if, if we never see Patrick Dempsey in the franchise again, I don't think people are going to be crying. Scream fans are not going to be that upset, y'all. I don't know.
0: I mean, like, he like he's a fun addition, but I'm like, I'm not exactly. over here like, oh my god, can you believe? Look, he's we friend? got
2: Patrick's over in in uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, and that was yes. fun. That was a more fun role for Patrick to tackle yeah. over there in Thanksgiving. I don't know. He he's cute and all being Sydney's little husband. But look, that's not a deal breaker for any screen. No, no. Yeah.
0: Um all right, let's go on to another question here. This person here says Saw that there is no box office this week. Blame Larry. He's always at the, always at the movie theater. Oh, um your, <laughs> your, your thoughts on the Marvel suffering the worst <sighs> drop in the MCU uh yikes upsetting
3: unfair yeah, haters
1: yeah,
0: sucks. yeah it's um again what i was when larry and i did do that episode uh the marvels it was a depressing episode because we both have a good time with the movie but i was saying i mean we were kind of saying it's not about to have no crazy legs or anything. Because I feel like crazy legs, like you have to be like beloved, like not just like cult-like beloved, like 95% type of beloved to to have really, really, really strong legs. And unfortunately, mixed movies don't have great, le- great legs, and the competition is insane. Like we had Hunger Games, Goddamn Trolls, we had what else came out over the thanksgiving. Weekend? thanksgiving and it's uh yeah i mean i'm not surprised i mean that drop though is like oof i was like at least i was thinking like 65 69% um that thing dropped i think it was 78 or something like that and that is nasty
2: so here's what i think the big problem is for the marvels in their week 2 is not only did they have a lot of competition they had direct competition so it's not like yeah like Hunger Games is is a large crossover type of fan base for a movie like The Marvels mm-hmm. and then if you have families it's The Trolls is going off so it's you know most of their their repeat viewing audience had something brand new to watch and catch up on so uh i just I really think they should have pushed it to March of next year, but that was just, I mean, I think international women's day was the right time for this movie again, but yeah, now it's has a worse drop than Morbius, which makes me sick to my stomach.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, Leo, did you have any thought, any uh, thoughts regarding the Marvel's drop?
1: Disappointed. Um, but, I mean, all fair arguments, it's just the Hunger Games was right there. I think mm-hmm. another guest we had on has said they should have delayed the Marvels, and I thought that was a fantastic idea. They should have put this into a month where it didn't have much competition, because think thing about Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, it didn't really have anything that was going to clip its wings. I mean, coming around at the same time, I think, was the menu, Bones and All, which those are not yeah. going to compete yeah. with, directly with Wakanda Forever, mm-hmm. but yeah, this is just way packed into a way busy month of movies just like we had in march just like we had in june july it's just been a packed stack couple of months of movies and this fell unfortunately this fell privy to a very high competitive field during its release
0: um josie do you have any kind of rebuttal to that or anything regarding uh, the marvels
3: just upsetting. The movie is good. It did not deserve this kind of hate. Um, mm-hmm. I got a lot of backlash just for speaking up on it, which mm-hmm. just basically proved my point. So thank you to everyone who was quote retweeting, basically proving what I was saying. But yeah, I think like what you just said about moving it to International Women's Day might have worked, but at the end of the day, there's a certain kind of hate or distaste that follows movies like this that isn't going to go away. And that's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. But at least uh, I love the scenes with Imam and the family aspect and the actor that plays her brother spoke up today about speaking up for these issues and the light of what happened with Melissa Barrera. So I guess that's a positive side out of this.
0: Yeah. and um. All right, I think, let me see how we looking on time. All right, I think that's it, everyone, as far as uh, this week's uh, Cinemini World Show. really appreciate you guys all for listening. Uh, let us know your thoughts and comments regarding everything that's been going on this week. Please be kind, be respectful, or you will get blocked. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that is it. Thanks for joining us. I'll go around the call. Good everyone, social medias. We'll start with you, Larry. Let everyone know where they can follow you.
2: Yeah, you can follow me, see all of my movie-going shenanigans on Twitter and Instagram. (laughs) Twitter at ChiliBoyYT, Instagram, ChiliBoyProductions, and then for all of the the videos, uh, whether it's a short review or a longer regular review, they've all been pouring out. We're back to reviews, y'all. There for a minute, it was dominated by reactions. Right Mm. now, the channel is being dominated by movie reviews, so... (laughs) Uh, You can find me on YouTube at Chili Boy Productions.
0: Literally, like you would think Larry does nothing else besides see these movies. (laughs) And it's like, God damn, Larry. um, All right. And uh, Leo, let everyone know they can follow you
1: guys if you're over on youtube go ahead and search up geekly goods you'll see a logo with me and two g's come on over y'all let's talk some geek coming up there's quite a bit of movie coverage so like larry you're gonna see the channel slowly evolve into mostly reviews for a little minute here and then Mm -hmm. we're gonna get back to some reactions and such so come on over if you're over on youtube and then if you're on any other social media platform letterbox twitter instagram any of the other ones at
0: geekly goods all right, and Josie.
3: Hello. If you would like <laughs> any more resources about what's going on, please head on over to ceasefiretoday.com, and you can find me at the Josie Marie on Twitter, Letterboxd, and Threads.
0: Keep forgetting about Threads, man. God damn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone. You can follow me on Twitter, at CinnamonEach94, and you can follow the podcast, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. Happy Thanksgiving to all who celebrate here in the U.S. and uh, enjoy time with your families and all that. It's
3: a colonizer holiday.
0: Uh, <laughs> I don't, you know what? I don't even like Thanksgiving food, bro. Anyway, um, what turkey is awful? Turkey is awful. It's dry. It's,
3: it's the awful. way you're cooking it.
0: Nah, man. You I, don't like, I, don't know. I don't I don't
3: know like, you I don't like no
0: hate. I don't like no. We like, mix it with pork
3: food. over here.
0: That's what I'm talking. Something, man. Deep fry it,
3: man. We be deep frying. No. I
0: just can't. I just I'd rather give you some pop I
1: don't
2: know. Anyway. Cholesterol. <laughs> 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 Ain't nobody worried about that cholesterol. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: uh yeah, I don't know. Uh, as far as for us, what's coming up, everyone? Um, listen, what the hell
3: is coming up? Saltburn review. Yeah. So Josie oh, is
2: Jones.
0: <laughs> okay. So. Okay. So apparently, Josie confirmed that we're going to have a Saltburn review. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's called
3: manifestation. It's called yeah, bullying.
0: Um. Listen, wish you know how I get when it comes to these animations. Ooh. You know, I'm sure it's great, but uh.
3: Mary, mm. really?
0: hello. you go going to have to oh. keep your oh. phone closed. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I'm making out to wish, dude. Anyway, okay, so. Nah, uh,
3: nah wait. <laughs> honestly, we can skip the review. Everyone. No, no, no. No, no, there will be wait. a wish review as well. No, wait until Wish <laughs> is on Disney Plus. That's all. Ooh. Nah, family. We wow, will was... a review ASAP.
0: That is crazy, but I mean, let let her speak. Anyway, uh, so we are also. Going to be getting closer to. I hate this time. Of oh, year. wait. I'm going to be frank. Christmas. Go ahead, Larry. Go ahead. Say, I know what you're going to say, but go ahead.
2: We are Train also it. doing our MCU ranking this weekend. <gasps> it's
3: finally coming.
0: Yeah, it's finally coming. When is that? I have no idea, Leo. Please don't do this to me right now on air. I have no idea. Yay!
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: just want to be a part
3: of
0: it. <laughs> oh no, I have no idea. Dude, there's like so much stuff coming up. Okay, but yes, we have that. You're
3: just holding the audience in suspense. Yeah, we just, have just suspense.
0: Uh we also have coming up in December, um, all of our end of the year stuff, best and worst, and Larry and I's box office recap, and then possibly going into our award stuff which oh i'm getting a headache and uh yeah that's up. that stuff is coming up thank you guys for joining us excited
3: that's what matters (laughs) (laughs)
0: thank you guys for joining us uh my name is dwayne that was larry leo and josie we will talk to you guys soon